tonight on Gray Flannel Suits. We talked to Joe Melton of Kovex Distributor, musical talent DJ Iron Lion and Joe Meltdown, and I'm your host, Daniel Sammons. This episode is brought to you by Kovex. Find it in drugstores near you. Feel like doing a little ale drumming? <laughs> Always. Anybody remember the movie? Oh my God, Starship Troopers. Ah, uh, yeah, that movie was awesome. Yeah, wasn't it good? No. <laughs> the commercial Love had this song. That's a little different version than what I'm used to. The dubstep version. Dubstep. your best scare dance. It's sure. customary. Alright. You gotta wait for the drop you gotta wait for the beat to drop. It's coming. Alright Joe. Ready? love that you always bring a song that I've heard before, but a new version of it. It's a love it. Love it. Got to bring the heat. Got to bring the heat. All right. So listen, the next part of this, I can't, I, I love it. This is actually my favorite part. Ripped from the headlines. Joe, you are going to be going up against DJ Iron Lion, Joseph Franklin, who is stretching over there. He's getting ready for it. Uh, he is actually our resident DJ for Gray Flannel Suits. Love that he is here. Uh, but let me just, I'm not trying to intimidate you. I'm not trying to intimidate you at all, but he is undefeated. So far. <laughs> no, we've only played it one other time. <laughs> <laughs> what, what skills go into being a champion of this game, oh, Joe? What do you think right. it is? Just common knowledge. Okay. <laughs> you know, just how, think. How ridiculous you think the news can be or not? Right. Or how, how you can smell bullshit. Yeah. When uh, bullshit's being spread. So. Okay. All right. But, and Joseph is very good at that. So you've got your work cut out. Now, it was, it, it came down to the wire last time, if you remember. It did. Yeah, it did. So we're, uh, we got some new headlines. And where do we rip these from? Well, uh, we're going to switch it up every time because I don't, I don't want somebody to get the knowledge of where we get these from. But these did come from uh, NPR. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, but they're not always okay. So, don't think that you're going to read it up and come on here and kick everybody's butt. Mm. Yeah, Joe. Joe is undefeated, but the other Joe. Ah, here we go, man. Here All we right. go. Are you ready, ready for this? We're ready, Mr. Melton. Here, I am, here we go, Joe. I am very excited. All right. <clears throat> so here's how the game plays. Rip from the headlines. I'm going to say three different headlines, 
And I'm going to go to you, and then I'm going to go to Joe, and you guys are going to uh, determine which one is the real headline. And that's really all you need to know. Okay. Okay. And I'm going to keep count. All right. Here we go. Starting with a number one. First headline. Here we go. A perfume that smells like French fries. I do like French fries. A perfume that smells like French fries. A new perfume from Idaho Potato Commission. I didn't know there was a commission for potatoes, but there is. They need to be represented like everybody else. I guess so. Yeah, absolutely. They've got a lobby. Yeah, they they have their own union, I heard. (laughs) they got a lot of eyes. They're always watching. (laughs) That was a horrible (laughs) joke. I'm going to splice that out. Leave it Maybe not. in. I'm going to leave it's it in It's so there. bad, you've got to leave it in. You can't <laughs> leave that it in there. hot potato on top of us and cut no, it out. No. By the way, who had Mr. Potato Head as a friend? I did. Everybody yeah. did. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a requirement as a child. <laughs> and then we felt like guilt tripped into getting his wife, right? Uh, <laughs> like his man needs love. He was right. lonely. Right. I was like, what does she have to do with it? <laughs> but anyway. All right. So back to it. A uh, perfume that smells like French fries. A new perfume from Idaho Potato Commission. Yes, you read that right. Says it gives the aroma of French fries and all the greasy and salty splendors. Ooh. Now, can I just say, if I put that on and I go out into town, I might be attracting the wrong kind of woman. I'm just saying. No, they all like fries. <laughs> My wife will be on a diet and be like, I'm eating some yeah. of your fries. I don't know what it is about this guy. He just smells yeah. like greasy French fries. I'm in. Mm. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. The next headline, that's one. Lady in Connecticut calls cops that someone is breaking in. Upon inspection, the cops find two rats having sex in a wool sock. (laughs) And I don't know if you've ever heard that, but it's pretty noisy. It's pretty noisy. All right, the next one. Roger Walters. You guys know Roger Roger Walters? Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Yeah, Yeah, Pink Floyd. Yeah. So Pink Floyd. Roger Walters is doing another concert this year based on the wall. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. It's pretty cool. Uh, but instead of bricks being used, he will use bags of trash to show his discontent for union wages. Oh, so let's recap that because I know you guys are like, wow, that's a tough one. So a perfume that smells like French fries. Mm-hmm. A Connecticut lady that calls the cops on two raps having sex in a uh, wool sock. And Roger Walters is replacing the brick wall for his famous concert, The Wall, with trash bags to uh, boycott union, the lack of union wages. All right, Joe, with you first, sir. I am positive it's not Roger Waters. Oh. And I'm positive because... Roger only did the wall as a tour once, and it was a spectacle, and he said he was never going to do it again. So if he was actually going to recreate that with Trask, I would be shocked. Two is there is no, well, the Idaho Potato Commission isn't a company. (laughs) It is an association that oversees how potatoes are made, processed, et cetera. Wow. So I would think if it was going to be the Idaho one, it would have been a company that was producing it, not a commission that was producing it. My goodness. So, put some thought into so this. I am going to go with the sex rats. Oh, my. The sex rats? You the sex rats. Wow. Get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, okay. Mr. Iron Lion. <sighs> Joseph Franklin. 
What do you think? Sex Rats is definitely the name of the new hot band coming through. <laughs> Sex Rats? If it's not, it should be. <laughs> telling you. Like, I got the new Sex Rats Hashtag single. Sex rats. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I want to make sure I've got it right. <laughs> so, Joe, you go with um, which one? Sex Rats. Sex Rats is and legit. It seems legit because the cops, God bless them, they get all kind of crazy runs. They get all, oh. they see it all. They do. Every cop has a story. I mean, I don't know if you ever heard of rats having sex in a wool sock. Now, a cotton sock, not as much, but a wool sock, mm. that stuff will rub you the wrong way. They're very noisy. <laughs> it's hot, too. All right, so you both agree with the rats in a wool sock. <laughs> yeah, the trash walls is just too much. It's a bridge too far. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I have to. Okay. So you both are wrong. Oh. Oh, oh, it is still zero to zero. Here's the deal. The Potato Commission, in fact, did uh, come out with perfume. It says, whether you are at drive through restaurants or dining in, it's near impossible not to grab a fry and take a bite before you dive into your meal. And I, I would agree with that because I love fries. Mm. Jamie Higham, I actually have a name here. Uh, president and CEO of the Idaho Potato Commission said in a statement, and think about the reporter had to cover that. Yeah, right. They're like, where'd I mess up? <laughs> I shouldn't have gone to Ball State. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> the smell is so good and too good to resist. Wow. Now, the concept makes sense, because if you ever go to the JW Marriott downtown, for example, yes. it has a very unique smell. All hotels pump in fragrances through the air conditioning unit to make you feel peaceful, especially at like boutique hotels and resorts and so forth. Sure. So it makes sense that from a marketing perspective, they're just going to put the smell of French fries into the air so people crave them, because clearly when you smell something, it makes you say, I think I want that. So, so it's actually good marketing. So is this a unisex cologne, or is it like... Oh, it is. Because oh. fries have no sex. Okay. I don't know if you know that. But French eyes, fries. but no sex. Right. They're asexual, too. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, there's a lot to know about fries. Mm. We should mm. do a whole episode on that. Now, here's the To your point. Doesn't everybody? But if you pumped a casino with the smell of greasy French fries, I don't I think after maybe 3 p.m., I might want to leave. See, the casino is the wrong market, though, because oh. casinos, you want to have soothing and, up, you know, very different smells. It would have to sure. be at a mall or a food oh. court or a restaurant. Those types of places would make a lot more sense. <laughs> okay. Well, Joe has definitely put his thought into this. And by the way, we're about to pitch his French fry cologne here in a minute. Uh -huh, which he's very proud of. So. What are we going to call it? Nice, nice French play. guy. <laughs> Fry style. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, moving on. So it is zero to zero. You both got that wrong. So that's house money. I think I actually that's talked just you our into, war warm up. Warm up. I yeah. think I talked you into oh. getting that one wrong because I yeah. gave reasons. So yeah. on this next one, I'm going to go out of my way to give you reasons <laughs> why mm. you're not going to choose the ones that I did. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, See, now you know his plan. It's a, it's a mind game. It's a mind game. He, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's... Yes. Okay. So next up. <clears throat> One of these is true. Two tourists in China decide to run naked along the Great Wall of China. 
which is a pretty long way. I don't know if you ever ran it naked. Just say Americans. Don't say tourists. Well, it's always Americans. <laughs> <laughs> so they ran naked along the wall of China to bring awareness to their new product that removes body hair. Oh, my. Yeah. They figured that by running along the Great Wall of China, first of all, they're probably going to get arrested, right? We know this. Uh, but secondly, they can talk about the lack of body hair, which is their product. Nads, look out. Do you guys remember Nads? I think they chose the wrong country to do that in because aren't, in general, Asians the least hairy people? <laughs> huh, that's I a don't good know. point. But they were not from China. Okay. So, ah, so maybe they're, yeah. So anywho, that's the second one. Okay, moving on. <clears throat> oh, the Portland Pickles need your help finding their stolen mascot, Dylan T. Pickle. Okay, that's the next one. By the way, we don't relish in telling you this, but it's kind of a big dill. Oh, my. Okay, where's my drum? Oh, there it is. There's it. Oh, that's that's even better. That's more appropriate. Okay, and then McDonald's is changing the name of the McRib. Because too many people would place their full orders in the car, and they would order a McRib, calling it a mistake because I got the name wrong, which caused a big back and forth, a drive-in window, trying to find out what the mistake was in the order. Oh, okay, so recap. It is still zero to zero, so you guys got, somebody's got the chance to take the lead. Uh, first, China. Right, decided to they two tourists decided to run naked along the Great Wall of China to promote their body hair removal product. The Portland Pickles need to find their mascot, uh, Dylan T. Pickle, or McDonald's is changing the name of the McRib because people kept calling it the mistake. Mm. And Joseph, you I say you're up. What do you got, buddy? I'm going with the pickle. Oh, the yeah. Pickle. Everybody likes a good pickle. Good pickle. That was my thought, too, but I'm going to go different. And it was my thought. You remember the bar called Barrio that was around for a little bit on 96th Street? I? I played there a few times. And one yes. night at the end of my show, some friends and I decided we were going to steal their life-size George Clooney cutout. You're the cutout. guy that did that? Hang on. You know that I was like part of that, right? Yes. <laughs> and I was like, who stole the George Clooney? Now I know. Case actually, is solved. Actually. Oh, my um, God. Your case is solved. I, I won't out the person who actually stole it, but I was privy <laughs> to them stealing it. But they were pissed about that thing disappearing because it was the only one they had no, of the tequila he We were not. We were not upset about it. In fact, what we did was use that as a PR uh, mm. thing for the newspaper. Where's the George? Newspaper, yeah, the newspaper covered it that George Clooney had been kidnapped for Barrio Tequila and Taco Bar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember, yeah. I watched it walk out the door as I was drumming and I intentionally didn't say anything and I kept that a secret for wow. what has now been about a decade. So George, <laughs> with all his, his handsome good looks, looked you in the soul of your eyes. Yep. Yeah. As he was being kidnapped, and you just kept drumming away, and just then, like and yeah. For weeks after, they would <laughs> yeah. take pictures of themselves with George around the city and oh, post yeah. them on Facebook and taunt Barrio with it. It, it. I was there. You understand? Like I was part of that. And and here's what the uh, the owner said. He goes, "You know what? Let it play." But never in my wildest dreams did I think that. My goodness, that was probably been like ten years ago. Yeah, at least that. 
I finally found <laughs> the person that stole George Clooney. I'm going to call her out. Actually, it was our friend Olinka. <laughs> it was Olinka. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's who it was. <laughs> Olinka, you're guilty. Uh, hang on. I got to make a phone call to the authorities. <laughs> There's a detective watching us right now. He just right. slaps the desk like, case on. Case Right. Solved. It was like on TV, I think, national TV. All right. All right. Wow. So, wow. Where did we... Where did we leave off? So he's got some pickle. You're going with the pickle. It, it's Am your I, energy for the pickle was so flat that I felt like if you really would have made that up, you would have given it more. <laughs> oh, you would have given it more. Oh, yeah. You're judging by the delivery. He's I was going judging. on a factual basis. Yeah. I should be playing poker with you instead of wow. listening about this. Okay. I'm, I'm like at a third grade reading level. So, so. and the <laughs> clarification. So are you saying that people actually call the McRib the McSteak? So that okay, here's here's the situation. Okay, I did read the whole article. The whole and article. and apparently the McRib, people couldn't remember that it's called a McRib. And so they would get up there and they'd order the rest of everybody's car. Because you know, you're the guy, right? When you pull up, everybody's order goes through you for whatever reason, because that mic's pretty good. They can pick up everybody in the car. But somehow you gotta be the translator, right? And so they took the whole order and then they would find that there'd be a mistake in there instead of a McRib. They would get the name wrong. And then they have to go back and reread all of the things that they had. Where's the mistake? Well, I don't know. You tell me. I ordered it, right? And they just go back and forth. And it was becoming costly and, and uh, big on the wages. Time consuming. You're totally making all so that up. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy that for a second. What was, the, what was the first one? He again? even threw it, and I read the article, so uh, now I'm second guessing myself. Like, what was the first one again? The non pickle, non McRib. Okay. The naked so, people running. Naked people. I don't buy that for a second either. Okay. So the, it's either the Portland Pickles, the McDonald's changes the name of the McRib. <laughs> <laughs> or. or it is um, clarifying question. The China Wall that they were uh, promoting. Hair so off. when they say they lost their mascot, are they saying they lost a costume of a mascot, or are they saying they lost an actual person? Hmm. That's no. I don't. I think it's more of the mascot. Um, who, if you don't know, Dylan T. Pickle, he's been in a lot of films. Did you, Did you know that he he's been in a lot of movies? I've never heard of the guy. He's a very good actor. All right. right. Well, if I guess pickle, then I'm at best going to be tied with Joe. So I think I've got to go one or the other. And I'm clearly not doing the mistake. <laughs> so that means we've got naked Asians running down the Great Wall of China promoting a new product. Nobody said they were Asian. They were just in Oh, that's China. true. You didn't. Okay. No. I just assumed they were Americans because we... You know what? It's a fair assumption. All right. I'm going naked runners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the winner of that round is Joseph over here with the Mr. Dylan T. Pickle. You deserve it. You yeah, deserve it, Joe. Yeah, he, well done. You you do deserve that. So it is now one to zero. All right. How many have we got? <clears throat> Best of five? Just one more. Now, oh. if it's a tie, I do have a tiebreaker where you guys, okay. you guys wrestle. All right. Okay. At Salmon Strategies, we use the science and psychology of the sales process to teach reps how to close every prospect they talk to. We offer online prepackaged courses complete with tests and certifications, as well customized training and coaching for individuals and organizations. For your free consultation, visit SalmonsSales.com. Salmon Strategies, we make closers. Okay, so Joe, 
man, you're you're you got an amazing talent in the city, and most people know you as an artist, a drummer. But I would say the majority of people don't truly understand what what do you do during the day, like what what makes you special. And and I know a little, bit, and I know what you do saves lives. So I think that uh, the public would would love to hear what it is you actually do. Yeah, sure. I've always been a technologist uh, for 20 years, uh, mostly bringing new services, new products, new ideas to market that didn't exist before. Large in the startup environment from the first data networks that any business used, grew a large SEO agency when that was first coming about, got into omni-channel marketing. But uh, about two years ago, I met a team of doctors through some former colleagues that I'd worked with in the past that have invented something new that I think uh, is a major positive step forward. And what it is, is a simple nasal sanitizer we call Cofix. And what it does is it protects you from COVID, influenza, and the common cold, any airborne viruses. How would you feel to never get sick again, Dan? Well, I don't like getting sick as anybody else does. But uh, yeah, I mean, it'd be great. Well, when you get sick, what happens is you breathe in one of those viruses and then you have a 24 hour window minimum where they incubate in your nose and your nasopharynx. They build up viral load and work their way down to your lungs. That's when you test positive and you get sick. So you have this weakness window of when a virus is only in your nose and it hasn't made you sick yet. And so what they did is the Dr. Hedney and his team figured out that there are certain things that will kill those viruses. Uh, we've always had surface sanitizers with alcohol and iodine and so forth that will kill it. But none of those things are safe for your body. But in a very small amount of 1% iodine diluted, it is enough to kill COVID, the flu, and the common cold, but still be less than 25% of what the USA, the USDA recommends we get as a part of our daily allowance. And so with one simple spray, if I had come in contact with COVID in the last 24 hours or the flu or the common cold, I just killed it before it has a chance to incubate. Okay. And and that's, I guess, the big question is, is this a daily thing that you should be taking? Do you take it after you start feeling sick? Do you take, or is it preventative? Is it it's like both a therapeutic and a preventative. As a, as a preventative, just think about as long as you use it at least once every 24 hours, those viruses will never have the time they need to incubate to make you sick. But once you get sick and it's in your lungs, your nose continues to breed more of the virus, sending more down to your lungs. So if you kill it where it continues to breed, you're killing the engine, less goes down to your lungs and you should be sick for less period of time and to reduce your symptoms. But when it comes to COVID, nobody's liked the options we've had. You have masks and social distancing, which are meant to keep you away from it and to prevent it. And then you have vaccines, which of course are meant to mitigate it if you get sick. But none of those give you the power to actually kill the virus if you come in contact with it. I mean, if it gets through your mask or if you don't social distance and it gets in your nose, it's going to incubate and you're going to get sick. And the vaccine is very likely to make that you'll get less sick. But we all know vaccinated people still get COVID and still test positive. Yeah. I mean, I am uh, living proof of that. Like I, I was one of the first to go out and get the the. Uh, antivirus <clears throat> injections and still got sick from it, but not, not right away. I mean, it was recent actually that I got, I got sick. So I understand what you're saying. And to your Testament, I know somebody that you actually know that 
unprompted told me that he had been work, working or using that product. And the moment he stopped, which he'd been using it daily as like preventative. And the moment he stopped, he got sick. He swears by it. You were nowhere around. So I know I had nothing to do with you. He literally was like, Dan, as soon as I stopped using it, I got sick. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like anything. If you don't use it diligently, if you ever go more than 24 hours with using the product and you've come in contact with people, you are at risk. Um, you know, it's <laughs> actually that same person gave me the joke that I should call it a nose condom. Like <laughs> you should use it every day. And if you don't use it, well, you know what? You're at risk. That's right. And sometimes you, you have to double wrap it <laughs> depending on the area you're in, I guess. Well, there's, there's really four things that have happened over the last few weeks that make uh, it known that we should all not think of COVID as something that you either get or you don't and you either get through it or you don't. Um, the first is uh, there's finally a long-term study the military has done about the long-term effects of post-COVID. And out of 155,000 people that were in the military, they're seeing like a 20% increase in heart disease and some other problems. So we have no idea what the long-term effects are. So we should just avoid it at all costs. Secondly, vaccine effectiveness for the five to 11 year olds is down to 12% after six months. So if you're a child that's been vaccinated, you are 88% unprotected, right? Third is the variants are not mutating in ways that the others have before. Omicron is actually so different than Delta that virologists think it came from something previous to alpha that they never even had on record before. Wow. So instead of mutating in these common ways, it's mutating from pre-existing strains in immune-compromised people and for the first time in animals. Uh, deer, mice, and rats have all tested positive for COVID. And we all live among rats, oh, rats and goodness. mice. We're not, we're not getting rid of this. It's more, how do we prevent it? How do we minimize the effects on everybody? It's not going away. No. It's going to keep mutating. And I just heard on uh, the radio this morning that there's even a newer version of kind of combined the the delta variant and the omicron it's like a it's a combined thing it's going to keep mutating it's what do we do to be preventative and keep it from spreading as much as possible but i do believe it's going to be just harmless am i wrong in that no I, well the flu and the common cold have been around forever and they're not going anywhere um and the ba2 omicron variant you're talking about uh, as of today there are more new cases in China in this month than there ever were in the previous part of the pandemic. So right now, China has their two major ports shut down. They're shutting down Hong Kong. And as we all know, it will not stay in China. It's going to spread to the rest of the oh, world. Yeah. So we are about to have another wave uh, come our way. And what we all just need to understand is we should take whatever precautions we feel most comfortable with, right? But when it comes to doing something that is easy for me. I can make part of my daily hygiene routine. I brush my teeth and I spray Cofix, right? <laughs> and I just spray and go about my day. Yeah. And I don't even have to worry about it. And no matter who I came in contact with the day before, no matter what I breathed in, I just killed that virus every single morning before it incubated. Now, how, I mean, if, if, again, if I'm feeling sick, and I know I touched on this and you talked about it, if I'm feeling sick and I'm like, uh, I don't know. I can shoot that and, and 
feel comfortable that it's killing whatever is possibly in there. But it's it's not one treatment and you're done. It's a daily routine. Right? Well, the preventative is daily. I use right. it once on the days that I'm going to be in contact with people. So yesterday, I didn't leave my office. I was home all day long, didn't come in contact with anybody. So I didn't use it yesterday. Today, coming to visit you, I did. And as a, if you are already sick and you are, or if you test positive where you're symptomatic or not, by killing it in your nose, you're sending less down to your lungs. You can't do anything about it once it's in your lungs, but you can stop more virus from building up and working its way down. So think of it as both a preventative to keep you healthy, but if you skip a day and you get caught and it incubates long enough and it gets down to your lungs, you can at least use it to stop it from getting worse. Okay. That totally makes sense. Now, Somebody wants to get a bottle of this. Where can they find it? Almost anywhere. Uh, we're in a thousand retailers uh, as of yesterday. Um, almost every independent pharmacy in the country has it. We chose to not sell it online. I wanted the first people that bought it to be bought from doctors and from pharmacists. So pretty much any medical clinic uh, that is independent or any independent pharmacy, uh, you'll find it. You can also buy online. We're cofixrx.com. You can buy it by the bottle there as well. Um, but uh what I wanted to do also is, frankly, help brick-and-mortar retail. Um, I think uh, as the world has gone towards Amazon, um, I didn't feel like giving the profit margin to them. And uh, also, I wanted people to be able to ask questions to their doctor or their pharmacist uh, if, when they purchased it. So just to clarify, you do not need a prescription. No, it's over the, over the counter. And you can pick it up at uh, local drugstores. Is that right? And uh, grocery stores. So locally, both of the needlers have it. Um, oh, all, nice. of, all of the independent pharmacies here in the city. Basically, anybody besides CVS or Walgreens. We're still, we're still <laughs> negotiating on that one. So thank you. Make sure you check out Cofix. Did I say that right? Yeah, CofixRx.com. CofixRx. And it's mostly uh, in any grocery store or... Uh, drugstore that you might go to already, pick up a bottle and I'll tell you, there's no burning, there's no nothing. It just, it's easy. Yeah, it's easy. And where the world's really going to, I hope, is uh, businesses buying in bulk uh, for their employees, uh, sports teams making a part of their health protocols, etc. I, I will gladly sell this to any organization at the same wholesale rate that the pharmacies pay. Um, so you can buy it in bulk, actually. So 12 pack, right? <laughs> Instead of buying one, Buy 12 of them. There you so, go. And if you want to, if you're a business uh, or if you want to be a retailer, just email me, joe at cofixrx.com. Awesome. Thank you, Joe, for uh, talking about that. You're welcome. I think two things I'm going to leave your audience with. Oh, yes. One is uh, something funny happened to my friend, Mike, and I got to tell what happened. He goes to the doctor last week and uh, wasn't feeling well for a checkup. And it's uh, like, doc, I need your help. And the doc says, Mike, you've got to stop masturbating. <laughs> And Mike's like, why? What does that have to do with anything? And the doctor goes, because I'm trying to examine you. <laughs> uh, okay. I didn't know we were doing jokes. Are we going to go joke to joke? Do a joke, Dan. All right. I'm going to do a joke, and then you're going to have to match. Okay. All right. So I'm going to match that joke. So a lady goes into a doctor. And she had been seeing this Asian doctor for quite a while. So she goes in, and she's like, Doc. I don't know what it is that people don't want to be my friend. There's no worse feeling than that. You know that, Joe, right? Nobody likes you. And she's like, I, I'm successful. I'm pretty. I, I, I think I'm pretty. Nobody wants to be around me, and I can't quite get it. He goes, I see, I see. And sorry for my worst Asian accent, but I see. 
She goes, yeah, and tell me more. And she goes, well, uh, I went to a dinner party. I got kicked out. I went on a first date. The guy didn't even want to order appetizers. He left. And I don't know what it is. Can you please examine me and tell me what it is? And he goes, sure. Bend over for me. So she bends over. She's in a gown. Lifts it up. And he goes, ah, I get it now. And she goes, what is it, doc? She goes, yes, you have Zachary disease. And she goes, Zachary disease? I've never heard of it. What is that? And he goes, yes, your face look exactly like your asshole. <laughs> well done, Daniel. Yes. Well done. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate you having me on. Welcome uh, to doing a great job for Great Flannel Suits. It's, uh, I like what you're doing here. Well done. <laughs>